Hello and welcome to the Revenue Execution Podcast. My name is David Johnson. Uh, today I'm joined by Emily Yang from Diodes. Uh, Emily, tell me a little bit about your role at Diodes and what a day in your life is like. Hi, good morning. My name is Emily. Um, I'm the Vice President for Worldwide Sales and Marketing. And uh, my day is a field of different challenges, depends on the issues arise or the focus of the day. Um, but overall, we manage the, you know, the sales strategy and also the marketing strategy for Dios. Wow. Uh, you must have a lot on your plate. I do have some on my plate. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Emily, thanks again for, for joining us. This is... Uh, part two of our, our podcast with you. In the first episode, we talked about diodes and sort of your view of the market and your journey um, at, at, with your time here at, at diodes. Now I want to switch and talk about sort of sales data and analytics and dive into kind of how you run the business. So let's let's jump into channel sales data and analytics. Um, prior to Model N's uh, channel data management or CDM solution, how were you collecting data? How frequently did you gather that data? And what sort of coverage did you have? And how did that impact your relationship with your partners and, and the business in general? Okay. Um, before CDM, channel data management, we basically have each of the region responsible to collect mm -hmm. the data, including uh, POS, um, inventory, and uh, of course they will provide the POP, which is the you know, billing portion of the information. So um, they also process on their own and just kind of provide us a summary. And uh, the process of collect collecting data has been very, very painful. And we also realize the quality of the data is very poor. So for example, um, the end customer information was not complete or mostly was not even provided. Um, so, and uh, um, I think that's really um, our challenges, right? So as we grow uh, from the company and distribution is a big portion of our business, and we really need to have a better understanding about our business down to the channel level. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really, um, I would say, the reason that we consider CDN. Yeah before. Yeah, in our last episode you talked about sort of these layers of complexity that you have now versus, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Right. Um, were you trying to collect data from all those different layers or was it just your your local sales organization that would collect the data and send it to you? How Right. So before CDM, mm -hmm. right, all the channel data is collected each of the region. Okay. And then send it in. Um, so we don't really have a central database for this kind of data. Um, so as we grow, you know, this become a challenge because we as a company, we really need to understand the business down to the end, mm -hmm. right? Um, so the, the business doesn't really stop when we ship a part to the distributor. We really need right. to understand what is shipped through. We need to understand the inventory level. Um, so that's really how we can manage the right. distribution portion of the business better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fascinating. So um, <clears throat> tell me about your revenue cloud journey, the model and revenue cloud right. journey, and how that led to, to 
channel data management? What were sort of the driving factors okay. for that? Move? So I think last episode I talked about we achieved one billion dollar revenue in two thousand seventeen, mm-hmm. and we have a two point five billion goal by twenty twenty five. And when I look at the distribution business, it's about seventy percent more uh, for dials. And uh, so you know we realize that. Like I mentioned before, we need to have a better understanding about our business from beginning to the end, right? Um, mm-hmm. And we need to really understand the customer base and the customer a little bit better. Um, so, you know, which really means that we need to have a better way of collecting the data and also manage the data. So at the time, we have a choice, which is really, uh, you know, do everything in-house, Mm-hmm. Right, that would consider adding additional headcounts. That we need to have the team coordinate uh, globally and working with close to a hundred distributors worldwide that we have. So, it is a massive task. Mm-hmm. So the other option is we partner with Model N and we use the CDM yeah. surface. And uh, so, um, you know, after reviewing. The options mm-hmm. and understanding the uh, CDM, uh, you know what can offer to us, um, especially on the customer aliasing. You know that's a yeah. huge task every month, right? Uh, and then uh, look at the you know the process of streamline process that you guys doing, and not just with dials but with other you know customers of yours. And uh, you know we believe that it's more cost effective. And would give us a better result than having our own team. So that's really, um, you know, what drive the decision that we partnered with you guys. Yeah. Probably close to two years ago, we signed an agreement, and so far we almost close to 100% live with yeah. the CDM. Mm-hmm. And when you say customer aliasing, you mean um, making sure that you have the right customer data attached to your sales data? Right. So when you have so many distributor channel partners. And uh, um, everybody is very creative on naming the customers. Oh, yeah. Right? So one customer, ABC, can be 10 different ways of spells with different dots at different times, and some with a semiconductor, some with electronics, right? Basically, it's all the same customer. Mm -hmm. But consolidating all these different variations of the names together and give us one name at the end that we understand this is customer ABC is very important for us. Um, So how do you consolidate the data? How do you clean the data, right, and merge Mm -hmm. everything together? I think that's really um, one of the key uh, features that we look for um, at the time we consider CDM. (laughs) And from that, you can see what customers are growing, which customers are shrinking maybe, what customers are exploring new products, whatever it may be. Right, right. So it's really, you know, with the data, you know, how do you use the data? Mm -hmm. How do you, uh, you know, use the intelligence out of the data to really help you to drive your decisions, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's definitely important for us. And which leads us into kind of my next question is, how do you analyze your sales data? Right. So before CDM, we don't really have uh, the channel data in one place. And now we actually loaded our channel data together with our own internal buildings and backlog data in Data Warehouse. So we use Data Warehouse. And uh, we also use uh, some of the Data Warehouse tools. 
mm-hmm. um, to really manage some of our reporting system, analysis, uh, stuff like that. We also use a discovery reports on top of that. Uh, meanwhile, we are looking to some other systems or services out there and see what we can do to improve our um, reporting system or analytical mm-hmm. um, system. And how often are you looking at your sales data? Is this a, like, formally we're looking at it on a weekly basis, informally every day? Is it? Um, I think, you know, it, it really depends, right? Um, I would say I look at this kind of data almost on the daily base, right? Yeah. So, you know, I might look the data from this angle today from, you know, a different, mm-hmm. you know, end customer point of view tomorrow. So it's hard to say, but this is a system that we actually, uh, with the control, uh, open up to all the employees who need to access the data, yeah. right? So just having it consolidated in one place with a standard format and be able to link this kind of data from one, you know, data source to the others is really the key, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have data coming from Oracle and we have data coming from, you know, the model and CDM. Uh, you know, we have different internal system data somewhere. Um, so somehow you need to really have a database that you can kind of put everything together and um, standardize some of the uh, the columns and the uh, the names and stuff like that that you'll be able to link the right. data together. So that's really, I would say, the key. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, you, you mentioned data warehouse and things like that. What tools are you using for insights, so dashboarding, reporting, across all these data feeds that you have? What... So right now we're actually using a data warehouse reporting tool. Okay. Um, and uh, um, I know that we're looking at different tools that we, we realize that we need a little bit more in-depth and uh, uh, um, flexibility for mm-hmm. certain tools. And mostly right now we're still using a lot of Excel. Okay. Right. Access database and Excel, I would say, still the main one, but I think we are kind of ready for the next stage. Yeah. Um, but we're still reviewing at this okay. moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. What improvements have you seen in decision making now that you have sort of consistent access to accurate data? Right. So before we have the accurate data or the complete data, um, you know, I felt like we are in the dark. Mm-hmm. So we are making some of the decisions blindly. You pretty much kind of guessed a lot of things not based on the actual data to prove it, right? So now we have the data and I feel like we can pinpoint to the problem faster Mm -hmm. and be more specific. And we can come up with a decision or solution more targeted instead of just across the board. Um, You know, at the end of the day, each region each product line is kind of different a little, right? right? So we don't really want to be a broad decision apply to everything, but now we can say, hey, specifically at this region, at this country, at this customer, I think we might have a problem, so let's address the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really the benefit of having the data, having the system, having the tool that enable us to make decisions like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what... Um that kind of another question pops to mind, and you may or may not know the answer, but have you been able to sort of quantify the impact of that? Like, we've been able to reduce inventory in general by this much, or our margins have improved. Is there any sort of quantification based uh, on just the improvements into this information? Right. So, um, you know, 
we what well, we we look at from the revenue point of view, 2018 uh, mm-hmm. as a company we grow 15.2 percent, and from the gross margin point of view, we actually improved 22 percent compared to 2017. So there's a lot of data that we can actually use to uh, quantitate, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some of this kind of uh, growth path and uh, decisions that we made. Yeah. Um, I think having the data will give you more intelligence to make certain decisions. For example, you know, you're always going to have customers or channel partners complaints your price is not good enough. But now we actually have the channel data. We can actually see whether we have this customer continue to buy at the price or not, right? Yeah. So that would give you the insight to make a decision like, hey, should we drop the price a little or should we stay, right? Yeah. I mean, stuff like that. This is just an example of the yeah. use of the data. But I think, you know, the result kind of you know, prove that. Speaks for itself. Right, speaks for itself that we are definitely moving to the right direction. Wow, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Those are those are impressive numbers. Thank you. So thanks for joining uh, us, Emily. Uh, in the next episode, we're going to be discussing pricing, channel incentives, compliance. Uh, so be sure to, and also be sure to listen to our first episode where we discuss diodes and its view on the, on the market. Uh, Emily, thanks again for joining us. Really appreciate your views and insights. Thank you.